Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to another BWFA podcast. This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director of Wealth Management. I'm here today with our President and CEO, Rob Carpenter. And today we're going to be talking to you about Social Security. Hey, Rob, how are you today? I'm doing great, Sandy. Thanks for, thanks for asking. I appreciate being here. So for those of you in the audience, clearly you've seen the headlines, right? Social Security is going bankrupt. Uh, politicians don't seem to be able to agree on anything. Well, what we are going to do today is talk to you a little bit about the uh, backdrop of Social Security. How does the current system work? What are the problems? Why do politics seem to be such a big part of Social Security, right? It should be a financial decision for the welfare of uh, our citizens, but it seems to be a political conversation. We're gonna talk to you about something we call the great compromise. And so uh, to get us uh, started, um, let's talk about where we are today. Rob, how does the current system work? Yeah, you know, it was started back by Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1935 as part of the New Deal. It was a safety net for workers to give people support when they get into retirement. And um, today there's about 332 million Americans and about 162 million Americans basically pay into the social security system on every paycheck. And about 75 of the million are receiving annual benefits from social security. It gets paid directly. So there's no pool of money being held like in a retirement account. So it's basically just off the cash flow of the social security system that goes from, from the workers that are basically working now to the retirees. And that's transfer happens on every single paycheck. And now today we have over 75 million people annually receiving a monthly paycheck from the social security system. So with all those moving parts, what could possibly go wrong, right? Let's on a serious <laughs> note, let, let's talk about what are the current problems facing Social Security? The, the, first, the first major problem is there's $5 trillion deficit. The current system will go bankrupt in 2035 unless reform is made. And we have fewer workers working today than we had 10 years ago. So there's about 2.81 workers 10 years ago for every single one that was receiving benefits. And today, uh, and then over the next couple of years, it's going to go from to two to one a ratio, which is a big big change. The participation rate of folks who work is about 61%, which is the lowest it's been since Social Security was designed. And today, um, the average age of somebody is about 79. But when Social Security was developed back in the 30s, the average age was about 61. Uh, the, amount, the amount that you pay reduces what you receive. So that's another issue. Back in 1985, they started to tax your Social Security, which reduces your benefits. And the amount of return that you get is less than 2%, which is really not good enough for those folks in retirement. So those, are, I think, are the major problems that you have with the current social security system. So, Rob, we have all these 
fairly significant issues facing the future of Social Security. But for some reason, our politicians don't seem to be able to come together and solve this massive problem. Why is that? Well, you know, the, you know, we obviously have a two-party system, Democrats and Republicans. Democrats have taken the view that we're going to tax our way out of it. So we're going we're gonna to basically tax folks Social Security when they take it, but we're also going to add taxes to folks that are contributing into the Social Security program. And we're going to raise those taxes on folks that make more than $137,000 a year. The Republicans, uh, you know, feel uh, that $137,000 is enough uh, for those folks up to that point to pay into the system. And they do not want to have a progressive tax rate that raises for folks above $137,000, but it's lower for folks who make less than $137,000. So many folks believe that this is the, you know, the third rail of politics and that it's a, you know, basically political suicide if you want to take on aging workers or retirees to reduce the amount of benefits they would get in retirement inside of the Social Security system. So I think those are the political pressures that, that we have in today's society. And, you know, Rob, you mentioned that it was, uh, I say it, that you mentioned that Social Security was developed initially to really be a safety net for our country's most destitute, not to be a supplemental retirement income stream, which is the way people utilize it today. But I think in reality, we know that's not likely to change. People view Social Security as a, you know, income stream that they're going to get in retirement. So keeping that in mind and keeping in mind that that is not likely to change, what solutions are there that can correct the quagmire that Social Security finds itself in? I think the first one in which they are starting to do is to increase the age that you'll start to receive Social Security benefits. Uh, so, you know, you can start receiving them at 62 or disability you can receive them even earlier than that, but you get a much reduced amount. Um, but they're starting to raise them to 70. And I think they're going to have to raise them to 71, 72, all the way up to 80 years old as the increase in age capacity continues to grow inside the United States. So I think that's the number one. Second one is make the Social Security a defined contribution plan, like a 401k plan. And I think that would be a great solution because if it make it more market-based, basically you're putting your money into the stock market. The stock market on average over the last 100 years is returned about 10%. The fixed rate of return of Social Security has been less than 2% and that's been taxable. So if we can go from two to 10%, I think that would be a huge benefit. And if you look, we've also done a lot of research. Uh, and if you look at any 10-year rolling average, it's any range between 8 and 11% returns. So those participants would be getting a lot more money. It would be a lot more solvent. And also you'd be giving transparency to each individual who owns it so that they can make changes when appropriate and um, basically reallocate their portfolio as they get closer to retirement and maybe transition to, to a different, more conservative methodology as they get closer to retirement. Um, so I think those are the biggest ones that I think could be a big game changer for, for folks. I think make it market-based, make it contribution-based, and make it transparent. And I think those things can easily solve the problem. And we're going to show you how we did that. Uh, the 23-page paper that we wrote goes into very detail on how that process would work. 
So Rob, what would you say to the cynic in the room who says putting any social security assets into the stock market is a huge mistake because we know that it will be different than the current system and that it could be subject to market volatility? You know, that's a good question. We do hear that a lot. Um, but and I think very similar to, I think when we went to the 401k plan back in the early eighties, folks, you know, hadn't really invested directly in the stock market uh, through their 401k plan or through their retirement plan. Their firms, their corporations or the federal government was basically having a defined benefit plan, putting money aside for them, but didn't really invest it potentially into the stock market. But folks today, the 401k plans are some of the biggest asset gainers inside the United States economy. It drives not only productivity, it also drives the corporations. So the value of the stock market, if you think about it, is really where everybody works. So um, the companies that you're investing in, you're investing in the United States. Uh, and I think that together, coupled together with the amount of returns that we've seen over the last 100 years, um, if you get anywhere near 10%, is certainly better than less than 2%. And that would drive um, at least productivity five to one versus what it currently is at less than 2% fixed. Um, and give people choices. Some people may not want to have 100% in the stock market. I, certainly, we could make up uh, more flexibility, more transparency, and give people options. So there's not just one fund. Inside the federal government now, there's three or four funds inside the 401k plan, um, what they call their 403b, and there's four or five choices. I think there could easily be dozens of choices that we could give people so they didn't all have to be in the, so the stock market. And as you get closer to retirement, we could bring those that stock market number of percentage down so it's more palatable for somebody who is in retirement. Well, I think it's clear that most complex problems need uh, some thinking being done outside the box. And this is obviously a creative and innovative way to look at the social security dilemma and offer a solution. So I appreciate your time today sharing with us the results of the Great Compromise, the BWFA Institute's research paper on Social Security. Again, for more information, please go to bwfa.com and read The Great Compromise. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.